Well, welcome back to Let's Do Lunch. Uh, I'm Inez. And I'm Judy. And we're glad to have you here today. Um, I don't know if you listened to our first podcast, but we're, I just want to explain a little bit about why we're here. Um, when we get together, when Judy and I get together, which isn't often, um, we just have awesome conversations about what God's doing and what we've discovered in his word. So because of that, we decided to just make a podcast because it may be some interesting things in it that may help you guys out, who the listeners out. So anyway, we're here today. I haven't seen you since it was uh, January 23rd. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You've been gallivanting around the country. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's nice, uh, as always, to, to get back with yeah. you, Judy. Yeah. Um, we were talking, even on the way here, um, there were things that God put on your heart that you were in. Would you want to discuss those right now? Do you want to share what God's um, been putting on your yeah. heart? He puts a lot on my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but I do try to, uh, the things that matter that I ponder on more. I always think of Mary and uh, when uh, the angel came, Gabriel came and told her she was going to have the Messiah, that she pondered on those things. And all the way through her life, she would ponder upon these things. And I always thought that's a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. I know. Ponder it, what God gives you and think on them. Mm -hmm. It even says in Joshua 1, 8, uh, that the book of law shall not depart out of your mouth. Right. You should meditate therein day and night. Day and night. Meditate mm -hmm. on that word. And that is why how the word becomes who we are. We become who the word is by us meditating on that word. Yes. Um, and it doesn't, it, you know, writing it on uh, your heart, mm -hmm. it, that's what does it, is meditating upon that. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. You know, when Jesus talks about, uh, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, uh, well, we sim we take that as Holy Communion when we do that, but that's also his word. He is the word. Yes. And so as we eat his word, chew it, meditating mm -hmm. it on it is chewing it and chewing it and chewing it. And um, I always say, you know, when we meditate on the word, there are a lot of us who have the word in our mouths, but we have not chewed it and swallowed yes. that word. Yes. And um, in many cases, sometimes it takes longer to meditate. It takes longer for that word to become living and for us to know that this word is what it is because we have to keep saying it over and over and repeating that word yes. and meditating on that word. Absolutely. And, but when your spirit grabs it, there's no doubt that it's it's what it is, you know, and it takes that meditating to, to, to um, do just that. So anyway, that was just a side note. Uh, yeah, it was. But also that's how the Holy Spirit can bring it back to you mm -hmm. because you have it written on your heart. He can re recall that uh, scripture back to you in uh, memory when you need it. Exactly. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. The other day I was reading about, and I think it's so funny, um, about Jesus walking on the water. Uh, and he would have passed by the disciples. The water was uh, rocking and uh, waves. And he's walking and the disciples are in the boat. He sent them to go. This was after he fed the people. Yeah. And he told them to go ahead and he then he went and prayed, but after evening, they were all gone. So he came walking on the water, and the water was really, and I think I touched on this a little before, um, he would have passed by them, but they saw him, and they were scared. They thought it was a ghost, and 
of. He said, be not afraid. He said, it's I, which is saying I am. Mm -hmm. It is I am. And uh, they were fearful of that water. And that's why he said, don't be afraid. What he's saying is don't be afraid of that water. I'm here. I am. I'm here. It's interesting. They were afraid of the water, but not the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> right. But they thought he was a ghost. And he, yes. the reason he said, don't be afraid, is because he was saying, don't be afraid yeah. of this water because I'm here. Yeah. And he was not worried that they're in that boat mm -hmm. because he knew they'd be fine. But it's just funny that he would have just kept walking. But they they called him. But into the but he went into the boat. And the funny thing is when we have our, I thought about this, when we have our difficulties in life, he's walking by. He's right there. How many of us call him into the boat? How many of us uh, are afraid of our situation, our circumstance, not realizing that he's right there as well? We're involved in the circumstance, yeah. not in the help that's right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, waiting to be used and he's there mm -hmm. reach out your hand i'm here mm -hmm. you know that's what i meant to say good yeah. well <laughs> you explained it better <laughs> what did he say to peter when peter walked mm -hmm. you know on the water yep. you know give me your hand yeah i love when he said if it's you bid me to come that's that's i i love that yes and he said come mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he said come so that was just uh but i thought about that and i think about when he's even when they were on the road, the Emmaus road, they were walking. He made it as if he was leaving, but they constrained him to come in with Be him. Back, yeah. And they were confused in that situation and probably couldn't believe that Jesus had been crucified when he was supposed to be the one that did all this and saved us. But um, he was right there with them as well. But it wasn't until their eyes were opened after they broke the bread that they realized who he was. But the times that he was going to walk by, he was going to keep going, is what I keep sticking. It's like, how many times I like, will he keep going unless we call him, you know? And so I wonder about that. Anyway, that's just a little side note. Well, also about that walk to Renamayas, they didn't recognize him. Mm -hmm. How many times are we walking along and uh, he's right there, mm -hmm. but we don't recognize him. Mm -hmm. It's until he, he reveals himself that... Mm -hmm. uh, or we look to him or call upon mm -hmm. him, but we do it. We do it every day. I know, and it's, it, yes, it, he didn't reveal himself to them until they, was, they broke the bread. Then their eyes were open. Then he vanished. It's like, oh, my goodness, he was right here all along, yeah. you know. Yeah. And we, we don't, I don't think we look for him in our, in our situation and circumstances. The last one we look for mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And he's right there. So I don't think we look for him. But if we look for him, he'll appear, mm -hmm. and and I think our circumstances will struggle less if he, you know, we really knew he was here. I've observed that people tend, in their circumstances, good or bad, uh, tend to uh, look to friends and family mm -hmm. before they do to Jesus. Mm -hmm. so it's just our natural. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess our, our natural way that, you know, be, and we have to remember, I think that's something to remember that the first one we go to is Jesus mm. and uh, lay it before him. Mm, I like that. And, uh, mm -hmm. and then, you know, uh, then go and, you know, and get other opinions or whatever it is that we're looking for. 
I like that, Jeannie, because yeah. you're so right. How many times we'll call our family, hey, can you pray about this? Can you? No, and hadn't even said nothing to Jesus yet, yeah. to the Lord. <laughs> we do it with other things, you know, we acknowledge him lots of times when we're making a big decision, all this stuff. But when it's there's down to crunch time in a lot of cases, we go straight to the family members. I like that. And we mm-hmm. should not, even in that, those little situations. It's, but it's something you have to practice not doing. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. No, I like that. I'm going to grab that one. I really I'm, yeah. I appreciate you saying that because that yeah. that is so true because we yeah that's so true mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab hold of that one <laughs> that's why when we get together we bounce off each other so well and uh, mm-hmm. always walk away with something myself yes yes yeah. we do well I know that that I really that just really struck me and that's exactly what we do and what we shouldn't it's almost putting them first. You know, we're putting them before him. Yes. That's what that's doing, yes. putting them before him. That's, uh, I've been, uh, uh, someone, Pastor Eddie gave me a book, uh, The Pursuit of God, which I had, I read, what, Sayings of Tozer, A.W. of Tozer, but I've never read his book. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, it is teaching me a great deal on pursuing God, mm-hmm. uh, being determined to know him. Mm-hmm. and uh, knowing better, and uh, it is just, uh, uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm reading it only in little bits at a time because there's so much to um, to absorb, mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm, I'm greatly enjoying that. Didn't you say he was the one that wrote uh, Practicing the Presence as well? Did you say It's you Experiencing the Presence. Practicing, okay. I found out, is by a different author. Okay. I, d- I don't remember who they said it was, but um, okay, but it wasn't. He has an experiencing uh, the presence of so. Mm-hmm. You know what I was reminded of earlier when I had my God time. Um, I was reminded of the times, especially when my children were little, and I had time all through the day. I was just really just worshiping the Lord all day long, and He impressed upon my heart this morning. Remember when I used to used to spend all day communing with me? Mm-hmm. He said, you're getting in a habit where you're doing it only in the morning. He said, I miss all day communing yes. with you. And I thought, you know, I so got out of that. And I said, okay, I got it. He said, I want to commune with you all day, yeah. not just once in the morning yeah. and at night because I'll pray at night. And so that was a real eye opener because it, I used to walk around like I'm talking to myself all day, yeah, I used to <laughs> like do. you're crazy. And, and at, at where I am at today, having lost my husband uh, <coughs> four years ago, um, I have that time now mm-hmm. <coughs> to um, spend time, more time mm-hmm. with him. And uh, not that I'm not busy, I am, but. Mm-hmm. I certainly spend a lot more time with the Holy Spirit than I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, knowing that he wants that as well, yeah, I'm just going to just walk through the house, yeah. and I'm just going to be talking to myself, and the family members can just think I'm crazy. That's that's me. I only have my cats and, and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk to. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I but I enjoy it. I enjoy that time more and more because um, it's precious. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, this morning I um, 
I was saying the Lord's Prayer, and I was thinking, you know, that's a prayer. A lot of people pray it all through the day, through the night, and it's really a morning prayer because especially when you're asking a him to lead you not into temptations, right. it's for that day. Mm-hmm. Give you this day our daily bread. It's for that day. You know, and so many people say it routinely as a, um, let me see, as something sacred, which it is. I'm not trying to, to right. say it mm-hmm. isn't. When it's such a, you know, when he when he's talking about the prayer, he's saying that he knows your needs before you even ask. Right. He say he say he knows your needs before you ask for them. So when we pray, he say, pray this, and uh, it's in Matthew six and Luke eleven is where that's found. But in Matthew six, uh, he's talking about your father knows what you have need of before you even ask. Therefore. Pray this. So when you pray that prayer, but I thought about it, um, he leads you not into temptations for that day, you know, and um, I know a lot of people say it after certain um, events. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Right. You know, it could be at eight o'clock at night, which hey, it's not too late. The day isn't no. over yet. <laughs> it's not too late, but it's such an important prayer to pray. Entering your day is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, any time of the day while you were breathing, it's not a bad time to pray. But it's such an important pray, prayer to pray because you're covered in that mm-hmm. prayer. This is the prayer that he said pray, you know. And so he covers you in that. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, we can pray anytime. What he's had me doing, I've got a few months now, uh, is I say, I go to him, I say, okay, who needs prayer? Mm-hmm. That's the way I put myself to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. As I lay down, I say, okay, I, whom do you, you know, that I don't know needs prayer? Mm-hmm. Um, that is fascinating because he brings people into my mind that I haven't thought about or would, would not have. Mm-hmm. Or maybe somebody from years ago or whatever. And so I put up these, send up these prayers for this. But it is, he wants, he's got people. We're so in sync, Judy. I'm smiling because uh, the last time you were saying you felt like you're supposed to write stuff down, I just got yeah. felt the same way. It's I was telling someone the other day that I had started praying that because I'm praying for my family. Mm-hmm. And when I think of the world and so many people have more needs than what I have, yeah. I repent and say, you know what, Lord, I apologize that I'm so focused on my family's needs when there's greater needs out there in the world, Amen. greater needs from your people. I said, so why don't you put on my heart who it is you want me to pray right. for? Yeah. So it's funny you're it's saying powerful, that because it? It, I had just started praying that within the last few weeks. I said, who do you want me to pray yeah. for? Because there's so many bigger needs than my little needs. Yes. You know, we want this job, this little food. You know, yeah. these. I know we don't need the food, but there are people that are really hurting. Their souls are lost. And uh, so I really began to say, no, you let me know who you want me to pray yeah. for. And, they, and they, if they need prayer, maybe don't even know they need prayer. Maybe they don't know the Lord. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they nobody prays for them. Mm-hmm. I, I heard a pastor preach on that one time. Always be praying for those around you because it may be you may be the only one who ever prays for them. Oh, mm-hmm. that there's many people in the world who never get prayed for. 
And his suggestion was when you're, you know, held up in a line, you're got a great big long line at the grocery store or wherever, mm-hmm. to start praying for all the people around you. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're held up by the train, you know, uh, in line there, to uh, start praying for all everybody in the cars around you and just anything that where you are being kind, especially when you are being irritated by the delay. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was just about to say that's a good one. I need to take that, Judy, yes. because I'm more. I have to come up with this. Dun, 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 dun. I start making this music to not get irritated. Yes, oh. but he said to start praying, and I have uh, adapted. I, that was one of those. Um, messages you hear that stick with you because this was probably 30 40 years ago i heard that mm-hmm. but i still do that and uh when i am uh, waiting i have found uh, in a waiting you know you're waiting for your doctor start praying for mm-hmm. everybody there in the office i mean they, they wouldn't be there if they weren't didn't have issues or something going on that's true and so it's a way of um praying for somebody that may never I mean, that just breaks my heart that there are people no one ever prays for. Yeah, that is sad when you look at yeah. it like that. Yeah. yeah, it is sad. Well, you know what? I was, um, I just know that it's an important prayer that, like I said, that the Lord's prayer for us as Christians to pray on a daily basis for that prayer. You know, he said he already knows our need. Mm-hmm. Just pray this prayer. And um, so I really, you know, I really think it, um, it is a good one. One thing, uh, last time I saw you, we were talking about, you were talking about healing. Yes. And um, it's funny because when I'm talking about something, when someone's talking to me about something, a lot of things will stick with me. Then I go digging in the Word. You know, I'll dig in the Word. But I was wondering, here's a, just a thought. You know, when, when people came to Jesus for healing, um, he healed them according to how they believed he would heal them. You know, uh, there was um, the lady with the issue of blood who said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll I'll be be healed. healed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was healed because she believed if I touched the hem. If she had said, if I can touch only his shoulder, I would be healed. You know, it's how she was healed. Uh, the the one guy that came to uh, Jesus about his he sent his workers to the centurion actually um, he said speak the word only and my servant to be healed okay Jesus said okay I speak the word yeah. once they come to my house my daughter's dying he said okay I'll mm-hmm. come to your house and I and this is something I like to just say to to even uh, the, the us Christians if Jesus was right here. And you needed healing. How would you ask him for healing? Mm-hmm. How would you ask him? Would you say? A lot of times we think because we know in His Word that we are healed, even if we're not. But I, I want to take it. If we, if He was standing right here, and you needed healing, what would you say to Him? Would you be like the leper oh. that came back and realized he was cleansed and say, "Thank you." He fell on his feet and worshipped Him. Because he said, "Where right. was the, I cleansed ten? Only one came back, and 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 said thank you. So will you see him and just say, hey, thank you for my healing? Right? Will you say, can you come home with me, Jesus, and heal me when I get it up the stairs? <laughs> you know, 
how how what would you say how to would, him? Yeah, what would you say? What would you say? Because you need healing. When I'm when I'm asking for uh, healing, like I say I've got a cold. Mm -hmm. You know, I just lay hands on myself and mm -hmm. I say I believe you can heal this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Jesus stripes I'm healed. Yeah, that, I, done did, I I just <laughs> believe that you know that that uh, mm -hmm. I can lay hands on myself mm -hmm. and and yeah. pray for healing and mm -hmm. have. And uh, but that takes great faith. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he said, I'm healed. Oh, I'm healed. But I wonder how many think that that aren't healed. Right. If, if Jesus was standing before you right now. But there's healing. You're never not healed. Mm -hmm. The Lord showed me that when John was so sick because mm -hmm. we prayed, of course, for healing. Mm -hmm. But he healed him. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely healed. Yeah. I mean, he's he is where we all imperfect he has a perfect body mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so we, we we lose sight of that mm -hmm. is he's always heals he always heals mm -hmm. he he does heal and, and that's uh, for sure. yeah and answers that prayer one way or the other mm -hmm. and sometimes i think our you know how if you don't forgive you get you yeah. know i think a lot of times you get sick and because you're it says that um Bitterness is rotten to your bones. So if you become bitter and and, and your bones, you're achy, and it, mm -hmm. bitterness causes that. So there are a lot of conditions of our heart that causes us to be sick. And, of course, I know the final, ultimate healing is going home to be with the Lord, yes. for yeah. sure, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, and we have to understand that, I mm -hmm. think. So many people say, well, you didn't heal. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he did heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he answered that prayer uh, of healing, but we don't want to accept his way. He's going to heal the way he, you say, well, you know, we ask him how he would heal, but he also, it's his will, not mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would be like um, Paul and have uh, the thorn in my side or the mm -hmm. whatever issue to uh, Paul had God said no I'm not going to heal it yeah because of the revelation he would have thought he was God God had to bring him down to right earth and say I'm sorry you've got to know that you're not God because he was a saint he was seeing a bunch of stuff that's for sure but but for the healing on earth yes I wonder how will people yeah if they were face to face with Jesus would they say to him to him thank you in person thank in you person, for healing yes. me yeah or can you heal me next week? Or yeah. can you uh, send your... This is how I want you to heal <laughs> yes, me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Give me the instructions. Yeah. On... But even if they do, he will. Because yeah. however they believe, the ones in the bringing the, the, the people down from the roof mm -hmm. said, okay, we got to get to him. Yeah. He saw their faith and said, hey, you're, you guys are good to go because if you're going to tear the roof down, I mean, and it wasn't even Jesus' house, whoever house yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> house it was they just ripped that roof they wanted that person that to be healed yeah. so anyway yeah but those those are just some thoughts uh on the on on um healing that i wondered how would you because you know in my lifetime he heals us oh. by doctors yes you know oh yeah he heals us you know when we go to the doctors but it, i would i always pray how do you want to heal me do you want me going to the doctor mm -hmm. or are you going to miraculously heal me if I don't get miraculously healed, okay, you want me at the doctor. Yeah. Uh, the one time my right arm just totally went out, and I didn't know what it was, and I couldn't even lift it up. 
and I went to the doctor, and uh, they said it was carpal tunnel. I said, okay, thank you. I just said, okay, I rebuke this carpal tunnel in Jesus' name. Haven't had nothing wrong with it 20 years later. I just need to know what it was. Yes. So I could take authority <laughs> So you could be specific. Yes, yes. So anyway, but like I said, I just thought about that yeah. um, because, um, you know, I was just studying, just looking at the word and looking at how different ways God healed people and was thinking, wow. He said that your faith had made you whole. Your yes. faith had made you whole. If you believe I can do this this way, I'll do it that way. Yes. You know? yeah. But for Christians, it's our bread. Uh, when the lady came to him about the, his her daughter being possessed with some demon, he said it's not me to give the ch- mm-hmm. children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, that's true, but the dogs even lick the crumbs yeah. that fall on the floor. <laughs> yes. So it's like, okay, you can take it. And she was a Samaritan or uh, yeah. Anyway, um, she was a nation, something Phoenician. It was not a Samaritan. Yeah, Yeah, that funny thing. She was not a Jew. Yeah, we don't claim to be scholars here. I don't know the Bible like a Bible scholar. But anyway, I can move right along. (laughs) Uh, Some of the, 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 just kind of take off in another pursuit. Uh, I read this down wrote this down, excuse me, for um, reading the, you know, any of our, you know, reading, we do what the Bible included, um, that uh, as we read the Bible or anything that we're reading that is Christian, there is, uh, he said to read it slowly, and as you read, seek the face of God. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, be determined to know God and ready your heart as you read it and come with an attitude of devotion silently and humbly with expectation. Mm-hmm. So I read all that and I'm thinking, here I am on the fly picking up my uh, Bible in the morning to read something. I certainly don't do all this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is my God time. I got to be out of here by, <laughs> by 8 o'clock, so I got 10 minutes. It's I got brought read. me under conviction <laughs> not to pick that Bible up, to read it, or anything that I'm you know, reading without reading it, seeking the face of God mm-hmm. and determined to see what God's got for me in mm-hmm. that word mm-hmm. and to ready my heart, not be looking at the clock mm-hmm. and uh, come with an attitude of, uh, devotion, not uh, you know, mm-hmm. thinking of all I have to do, mm-hmm. and uh, to thirst after God, and mm-hmm. all of these things were really you know convicting to mm-hmm. say the least. Mm-hmm. And so I print them out, and in the, when I start, I I put them in the front of my Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I remind myself, come mm-hmm. on now, you just can't pick it up and fly, read it on the fly. Mm-hmm. Better that you don't read it until you have time mm-hmm. to do it with a, uh, with an attitude of, mm-hmm. of devotion and humbly and, and coming for and I And you get more out of it. I know. You know, you think about it when you just pick it up. Why are you picking it up and you're reading if you're not thinking of getting anything out of it? You know, you're just picking it up. And, and um, one of my biggest prayers when I open it is, Lord, give me revelation and illumination of yes. the scripture. Yes. Give me re- and, and expect the revelation and illumination of your scripture. 
it's times where I'll open the Bible and read two words, and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, whoa, let me back up. Let me read those two words <laughs> Yes, again because, and, and it's such a, uh, it's a purpose why we're reading that word, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so many hidden, hidden truths. He speaks in that word. Yes. through the, his word. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've gotten answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Through His Word, right? And 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 speaking of that, we were talking earlier. Um, and when you're getting, when like you're in His Word, His Word is going to answer itself. You're yes. going to find more Scripture that's yes. going to answer what that Scripture yes. is saying to you. And that's when we were talking about all these commentaries. It's yeah. people's opinions, and I'm not saying that their opinions wrong. They may have, may have gotten a revelation, but you have to get the revelation for yourself because. Right. That uh, we're the ones that's going to stand before the Lord. We're the ones we can't say. I can't say Judy told me this. Yeah, Judy may be <laughs> off that day. You know yeah. what I mean? I, and you, who's can't Judy? Say, you yeah. know, he's going to look at you and say, "Who's Judy?" <laughs> I know, and you can't say Inez gave me this. No, you have to confirm it for yourself. Uh, and and nothing's wrong with the commentary. You just have to make sure it, it they know what they're talking about, and the word will answer itself. If you're right. wondering what this means, it may take. 20 years before you get the other two scriptures to back up what that means. But the answer to the word, to what you, and I hate the times when I think it's one thing and I want it to be something and there's nothing to confirm it, nothing to back it up. Like, man, I really was hoping that was this, you know? So I like to go to my Bible. It's got the other scriptures that Mm -hmm. confirming pictures Mm -hmm. and quite often I go to those Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. search those out because there might be something more there. Mm -hmm. That adds to it. Yes, yes. So. I, I, I like that type of Bible. I don't know what type it is that just will give you other passages that have that word in it when it has nothing to do with the meaning. I like the ones that don't doesn't make sense. You'll get it's like, wait a second, these two scriptures yes. go together and they don't make sense. Let me figure out why they why, are why? putting these two together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that gives you another whole area to explore. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. But, um. But yeah, the word answers itself. It should definitely answer yes. itself. It's alive, and um, there is no deceit in it. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. if God said it, I believe it. Right. You know, I have been studying. I got this study. I, well, I was on like years ago, and it's on faith. And the Lord kept telling me, um, go back to that thing on faith. And you know, it's a faith. There's a faith that we have in Christ, there's a faith that Jesus has, Jesus's faith, you know, and my face is itching. Sorry about that. (laughs) I think it's some hairs on this mic that's tickling my face. I must be too close. But there's a faith that Jesus has. There's a faith that we have in Christ. And um, so I was reading through the scriptures, and I love when I get to one where it talks about I'm going to see if I have something here. Jesus' faith, because it's like, well, okay, if his faith, um, we're justified by the works of the law, by the faith of Jesus Christ, not in Jesus Christ, by Jesus' faith in God, you know? And um, anyway, I just was, um, I'm not going to go through all the scriptures, but there's, I'm just amazed to notice, know that they're, they're not all, our faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. There were some of these uh, scriptures rest on 
Jesus's faith in God. You know, it says that the faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Okay, that has nothing to do with it. And that our faith and hope may be in God. Jesus's faith and hope is in God. Right. You know, we should have faith in Jesus as well. We have faith in him and what he did for us on the cross. But it's a lot of times uh, when you read the Bible, it's Christ's faith. And it's like, oh, that is really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That he, he had to believe. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, for sure. He had to believe. And uh, if you recall, when he was 12 and they went to uh, uh, Jerusalem and he, they couldn't find him, he was in the temple. And they were amazed mm-hmm. at his knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I often thought, how did he get that knowledge? They don't say in the word uh, where he, you know, who was his uh, mentor or who, mm-hmm. I mean, where. I know he just was born and all of a sudden he's got all this wisdom. Yes. And uh, so that would be a whole, well, another one of the questions when they get to heaven to sit down and say, okay, tell me the rest of the story. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I have all these questions, and I think Billy Graham, I heard him say that, too, that he had a whole sheet of questions <laughs> to ask when he got to heaven. That's funny. Yes, uh, especially he, Billy Graham asking I, questions. I, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I think we're all, if we're seeking, we'll have questions because we're not, none of us have arrived and will arrive before we go to be with him. No, no. Um, in Galatians 3.22, when it says, But the scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given. You know, and I always thought that meant in Jesus. That's his faith. It might be given to us that believe. Um, and knowing, yeah, knowing that he's not justified oh, by the works yeah. of the Lord, by, but we're justified by Christ's faith. Yeah. You know? yeah. I guess I never really uh, explored that before, but yeah, that. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, because uh, the scriptures, that you know, say that, that by his faith, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly if he didn't have faith, he would have not have been the son of God. Mm-hmm. And we receive the promise by having faith in him, but yes. it's his faith that caused his the faith. promise. Yes. <laughs> yes, but anyway, I just went through that and I noticed the difference by oh, faith like that. and yeah. in faith. By I'm thinking, oh, this is really neat. So. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that cool how you just pick out something in the word in the word that you had never thought of before? And I hadn't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. certainly we'll be looking for that now. Right. Whether it's Christ's faith, faith. Christ's or faith. our faith in Christ, yeah. you know. So anyway, that was just something that I uh, did this little study on. Like I said, I've been on it forever. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, am I finished? Is there more to this? Because I, I kept putting it down. And what I found that was interesting this is really interesting. Um, in Galatians three twenty three, it says, "Before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto faith, which should afterwards be revealed." When and it said, "Okay, when did this come?" That's my little note. Um, that schoolmaster is funny because it represents a boy leader, and what it is, the servants uh, used to take the children to to school. That's mm-hmm. what they used to do. So the law was like the little boy leader or schoolmaster who take us. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the children to school. But that is what took us to Christ, took us yes. to the faith. Yes. Uh, you know, and it talks about no one comes to the Father but 
no one comes to Jesus except God draw brings them, mm-hmm. and no one comes to God and that the Son reveals Him to them. And so the Holy the Spirit was leading us, uh, the schoolmaster it says to yes. Christ. But anyway, I just yeah. Well, when you think that uh, Jesus is all through the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and I love the Old Testament, it is so rich in well with what's going to happen in the new. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. prophesied all the way through. But um, I found this Bible. Um, it was on a sale table mm-hmm. uh, not long ago, and it was called the Jesus Bible. And what it was is the Old Testament. Everything where, every all the scriptures in the Old Testament where G is about Jesus is in blue. Mm, blue lettering. I, I think you mentioned that before. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. I really think I, that's something I would really Yes, like and I, I like it because um, some of the prophecies, you know, you got to really read them to say, okay, who are they talking about? What are they talking about? But now they have it in the blue, so you know that they are prophesying the, mm-hmm. the Messiah. So mm-hmm. it was, um, it, and it was just, it was a, like a $10 Bible or something. I was really amazed, and uh, I thought, oh, wow. I'm gonna that was a gem. That was a gem, yeah. yeah. yeah that was a gem. In uh, Ephesians 3.12, it says, In whom we have boldness and access with comp- confidence by the faith of him, mm-hmm. which is by the faith of Jesus Christ. But anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's a good study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd be yeah. make a good uh, Bible study. Yeah, because there's certain faiths that we have. and mm-hmm. But I love when I see it's his faith. It's, it's a done deal. Yes. It's, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. he, he had like. He had the um, ultimate faith. Yeah. He did, you know. I don't, yeah. <laughs> we should all have his faith. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our strivings, you know. That's yes. one thing we're striving for. Well, faith is one of the uh, spiritual gifts. And mm-hmm. that would be super, I call it supernatural faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That gets you beyond just your everyday faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a gift that you get, mm-hmm. you know, from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have told me, you just have the gift of faith. I said, no, I just believe what he says. I don't think it's a gift of faith. They said, no, because we can't, to me, if it says it, it means it, and I believe it, yeah. you know? So, uh, but yeah, there is a gift of faith for sure. And I, I think those gifts of faith that were, however that is, um, you know how you have the gift of healing? Yes. And it's like, okay, where is the gift of faith operating? How is that gift where are the people operating in that faith? I believe they're the ones who come alongside others because they have the faith to believe in them and people, mm-hmm. lost people. Okay. I, I mean, to me, you know. Um, I never thought about it until just now. I'm just saying, where, yeah, you know, I yeah. just thought about the gift of healing. It's like, where is that gift of faith? How is that? Where is that evident? Yeah. yeah. But I I, yeah, I this, well, in my life, <laughs> Lord sends, you know, some people that, uh, of course, we work with the, the recovered uh, addicts too in our church. So, yeah, I mean, you come alongside them. I mean, they've, they have, um, I mean, they're just, they're just very. They need, they need that. Mm-hmm. Just someone with faith, mm-hmm. I believe, to mm-hmm. come alongside of them and just, you know, it doesn't even have to do so much as be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you encourage them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, teach them the word, show them, you know that. 
that their life, you know, if they have Jesus in their life, it, it will be a lot better life. It doesn't mean it'll be easy, mm-hmm. but it will be better from the mm-hmm. peace that you get. Mm-hmm. It's funny you're talking about uh, going alongside them. Part of when it says uh, heal the sick, when Jesus sent out mm-hmm. the commission, in that word healing, it's not just heal. It also means to minister to, yes. to spend time with that person. And that literally is what that's saying, too. You know, it's not just lay hands on them and walk no, away. No. It's like ministering to them, being and there for them. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and letting them know. And how many times when you're not feeling good and someone's coming alongside you, you forget all about your woes, your worries, yes. you know, things Yours like look that. Pretty, pretty insignificant. Yeah. yeah. So I think about that. that. But part of, part of the word healing literally does mean to minister to that mm-hmm. person and to be there alongside with that person. Yes, I, I, I mean, it doesn't even mean you have to do, you know, it's more of a... Your presence. Your presence and your, your, your I, I call it being Barnabas. Mm-hmm. Barnabas was an encourager. Mm-hmm. And so, you're, you know, let them see Jesus in you mm-hmm. is probably m- more mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. than they see the, somebody that, you know, not that you've got it all together or anything, but that you rely upon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, someone, you know, Jesus, you're relying on him and not ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, this morning I was, my prayer was, Lord, how do, how do, how do we glorify you in our lives? How do I lift you up yes. today? Like today, if I go out, I'm thinking I'm not doing too much. I know we're having this podcast, but after that, I'm home. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, how can you get glory out of my life today? You know, that's what I was praying. And and I want to see it. And I'm going to keep praying until until he shows me how he gets glory. Because I'm saying, how, how are you lifted up in my daily life? What do I need to do to show you? I know when we die to self, die to flesh. But how is that evident to the world that I have, that you're lifted up? I want, I want him to be glorified in my life. I want him to be glorified in, and not just in my, not just in my overall life, but daily. How can I give you glory or how can I be removed to where you get the glory in my life? But you do that for me. I, I, I just praise God and thank him for you as a friend. And I know John and you were, were prayer partners. And mm-hmm. uh, I, some, I don't know how many times I say thank you for giving me Inez in my life. Mm-hmm. And John and I both did. Mm-hmm. So you, yes, very much so. I mean, how many years? It's been 30, oh, man. 40 years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you glorify God just by being you. I want to see that, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking at you. Well, it's the same way with you. It's when I get with you. How many times I'm calling you guys? Yeah, hey, can I come over? We need some prayer. <laughs> oh, no. You're, you guys are so precious to our lives. You know, you were, John was just a, I thought about him this morning, actually, mm-hmm. when I thought about that great commission when it says to go preach the word, heal the sick. Yes. And I thought about that because there's not one time that we've gone out with him to pray that he did not first show pray the word, 
he'll read the word mm -hmm. and then yes. the sick will get would yeah. get healed. Yes. And a lot of times we have it backwards. We're going just to lay hands. It's like, no, just open that word. And he really had something there. I, yeah. I thought about that just this morning. He really had something when he an, sat down. An anointing. He really oh, did. Man, I can't even tell you about that anointing yeah. for yeah. sure. It was such a, I told you the one day I was in the church. All of a sudden I felt, felt the presence of the Lord was so strong. Here, sure enough, John came walking through the door. Mm -hmm. Such an anointing for sure. But he did what the word says. Absolutely. You know, he yeah. opened the word. He would sit down, get the Bible out, start reading the mm -hmm. word. After he finished, he closed the Bible, get the anointing oil, mm -hmm. anoint the person, pray, and that person would get healed. Yeah. And that's something for us to take, you know, to take note of because it's what the yeah. word said do. So I thought about that this morning. But Yes. Well, thank you for that glorification that I let God show through me that yes. you just. Oh. I mean, like I say, I, I'm sure others are the same, you know, mm -hmm. that you touch your lives. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things the Lord has given me is um, because John was, you know, um, his ministry was just to pastors. Mm -hmm. He had so many pastors and I kept them, um, keep them in my uh and I text mm -hmm. encouragement or script, mm -hmm. whatever the Lord gives me to them and others that the Lord gives, puts on my heart, and I just, I send out. And then, the, the, you know, they'll say, oh, man, how did you know? And then I'll say, hey, God doesn't have an iPhone or an iPad. <laughs> he borrows mine. <laughs> this is not me. <laughs> he's sending that. I'm not because he's the one who says, send that to me. Mm -hmm. And I do. I sense, you know, something off. I got a whole. My photos are full of scriptures or whatever that I get off of uh, uh, Facebook, mm -hmm. and I send encouragement. But it is totally mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. because on my own, mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to backtrack real quick before I get eaten yeah. the worms. When I said thanks for the glorification, I said that wrong. Thanks for letting me see how we can glorify God. Yeah. Because I, I, I was trying to get a visual. How do we do that? Yes. And um, I don't want to take no glory and get eaten no, by worms. No, like, and I wasn't giving you glory. I'm I know, but the God way I responded to it, I just want to make sure I'm not saying, yeah. okay, I'm pretty good. No, I, I'm. That's thanks for letting me see because I was yeah. praying. How do we? Yeah. How do we see that? I mean, how? I didn't know how it was done. Period. I just didn't. Yeah. And I kept saying, I wonder how we do that. But when that's I want to run something you. by, you know, I've got something, and I, I, you know, you're the first person that comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just text Inez and see, mm -hmm. you know, let me run this by her. Or, man, this just impacted me. I know mm -hmm. she'll get something mm -hmm. out of it. I, I, mean, well, I love you're when the first you do one that. that. Yeah. I love when you have something, when you grab hold of something yeah. and you share it. I love it, Judy. So. I love it, Judy. So I guess that's how we glorify God by allowing Him to work in our lives and what we lift each other up. yeah yeah okay all right well i was praying about that because i i just and i yeah. guess in my mind i want to see it uh but i don't have to see it if it's simply that because i'm who i am yeah we just love the lord and yeah. yeah and and i know all the you know the people that we were when we first met each other there at church mm -hmm. years and years ago i mean everybody highly respects you everyone thought i was crazy yes. judy i mean uh Lisa, a lady. Oh, yeah. and she told me that one day she said, I knew for years we thought yeah. you were crazy because I come in 
and say, yeah, the Lord told me this and the Lord told me yeah. that. And I thought that's what all Christians did. I thought that's what it was like. I thought that was how it was. Yes. And I would just come, yes, God told me this morning and God told me this this morning and this yesterday. And oh man, I was spending time with him. We were walking and talking. And she literally said, I guess, you know, for about three years, we all thought you were cuckoo. Well, she <laughs> thought John, she was scared of John. <laughs> She told me after mm. and told him later, you know, she says, you know, I was really scared of you. Oh, that is so funny. That's funny. So, well, anyway, she doesn't think I'm crazy. But we changed anymore. her life. Yeah. Yes. We, you know, I bet. I mean, God did. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know, I'm I'm glad that um, if they still thought I was crazy, that's fine. Yeah. But they don't think I'm crazy. And now that I have other people that think the way we did, because my sister was saved like yes. 20 years before me. So when I talk to her and say, oh, God said this and God, she's like, oh, really? And yeah. she's talking to me like that. And yeah. we thought that was a normal conversation. You know, <laughs> we didn't know that that just wasn't how most Christians <laughs> felt, you know, how their walk was. Yes, you know? yeah. <laughs> they weren't that close to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know this one lady had told uh, a friend of mine, she said, I've been walking with the Lord for 20 years. She just got saved three months. And how can he be talking to her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and it's funny because um, uh my biggest thing when my sister kept trying to get me saved, she kept preaching to me, and I was saying, I do not want to. I said, you know what? I said, if he's real, he's going to come out here and tell mm -hmm. me himself. That was my biggest thing, and he sure did. You know, He, he did. will do that, too. He, he did. He'd take he, that challenge. He <laughs> took it, and that that was like, okay. But, you know, even even now, we know he speaks today. Yeah. And um, a friend of my husband's told my husband that I was crazy. He said, because the Lord doesn't speak to you today. He speaks, he speaks, spoke only to Moses, and that was it. So I wrote him this long uh, letter, and I said, well, you tell me if this is God or not. I said, so I'm in the church. And before that, it was on a Thursday, I was at this Bible bookstore, and I went to, I looked at a concordance. It cost $30, and the lady said, um, you want to get that? I said, no, because no way my husband was pay $30. I wasn't working. I said, there's no way I'm going to, he's going to pay $30 for a concordance. So Sunday I'm in church and I kept hearing this voice say to me, um, go to the Bible bookstore and get that concordance. And I'm thinking who's talking to me. Yeah. And I'm, I kept hearing, go to the Bible bookstore and get that concordance. And so after, like, the fifth time I kept hearing it, I say, yeah, like free? And he said, yeah, like free. Hmm. So the next week comes around, the Tuesday, and I was going to walk right past the Bible bookstore, but the person was putting the open sign upside down. So I knocked on the window to say, yeah. you put it upside down. So she ushered me in. She said, hey, come in for a minute. She said, I have something for you. I said, what? So she gave me this concordance. And I said, no, I'm not going to, I can't. I afford that right now. She said, no, the Lord told me to give it to you like free. Wow. I said, you're kidding me, you know. So I sent that, and, and I'm not going to go through a bunch of stuff, but it was a, 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 lot, a series of things. And so my, the guy sent, uh, my husband, he sent me a note and said, I am so sorry that I said that God doesn't speak today. He said, and I told him in that note, I said, no, you just have to learn to listen. Right. I say you have to learn to listen. Yeah. And he said, maybe I will I will learn to listen because it was just a 
and even people listening to us now are probably thinking, okay, I'm done listening yeah. to those podcasts. <laughs> I'm done listening to that podcast because they're like, whoa. Yeah. So I'll just bring it back down to home. I just won't go too deep. But anyway, he said, um, I think I'll learn to listen. Yeah. And, and um, you know, like I said, people think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want to hear what you have to hear either. I found that to be, yeah. you know, I, I can understand why the prophets mm-hmm. were not welcomed oh for sure uh, in the in the old testament because what they had to say people mm-hmm. did not want mm-hmm. to hear exactly and uh it, it you know if god's speaking yeah you know you gotta you gotta heed what he says or yeah. you lose that mm-hmm. you know? he speaks today and the devil speaks today yes. so you know and and like i said we just um i won't sound too weird i try to act like i'm normal <laughs> What's we're, normal? We're trying to act like we're normal today. Who's normal? <laughs> what, what is the normal? I don't know. But I'm going to let God describe that one. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just glad we, I'm glad I have you in my life. I'm glad yeah. we can just have good, just fellowship. You know, like I, I mentioned in our first podcast, we're not scholars. We're just talking yeah. about little things that God we put on our hearts that we discovered in the word. Um, we don't remember all the scriptures and where they are. No. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not trying to say we do and might have the names wrong. But, you know, it's just um, it's just a fellowship. We're not a teaching to teach people stuff. We're no. just having fellowship. And and whenever we get together, it's such a blessing. Very true. Very true. And mm-hmm. that God is real. And if you want more of him, he is standing right next to you saying, here I am. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, the more I ask for more, the more he gives me. Mm-hmm. And I know he will until I go home, and then I'll have all of it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. <laughs> but, you know, ask for more. Mm-hmm. Ask, ask mm-hmm. him for more. Say, okay, I want more of Jesus and less of Judy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, watch him go to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. No, that's for sure. And, and that... That should be all of our heart's yes. desire. Yes. You know, because it's like, I'm, and I'm, my biggest thing now is what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Let me get, let me do something for you. Uh, who, who, who needs food? Who needs, you know, who needs this help? So that's my biggest prayer is asking him. Um, I think we are right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I think there's there's probably someone God has out there that that just needs to know that you know there's more than what they've got and to ask for it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. To just dig in, just jump in with both feet and yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. there's just so much for yeah. for someone you know to grow. Right, and even staying in that word, we were talking about asking. I say I ask for illumination, re- revelation, illumination of His scriptures. Just read the word. You should read with with hoping to receive something from yes. it. Yeah. But just read the word because every day I don't get a revelation. No. But I'm not going to not read. I no. read and I read and I read because pretty soon that word will start coming to life for you. That word will start having mm-hmm. meaning mm-hmm. and these scriptures will start coming together. But you have to get it in. What goes in is what comes out yeah. when you need the Holy Spirit to bring it back to you. If you don't yeah. put it in. He's not going to yeah. bring that um Yeah, it's it's seeking him. When you're reading that word, <clears throat> mm-hmm. seek him. Yeah. Okay, God, what have you got? Right. Teach me. Exactly. Show me. Right. You know. I agree. 
Well, hey, we are we are running out of time now. And um, once again, Judy, I really enjoy having fellowship yes. with you. Me and too. I and I just feel led to pray this prayer. Okay. This is the prayer that Jesus, uh, God, told Moses to pray over His people, and um, it is that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that He'll cause His face to shine upon you. And that he'd be gracious to you and let his face shine upon you and give you peace. Mm-hmm. And it'll be gracious to you. Lift up his weight. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let me back up. <laughs> May the Lord bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, mm-hmm. lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. peace. I'm yeah. glad we didn't claim to be scholars. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But anyway, I pray that prayer yes. over our Thank listeners you. as no. well yes. and over you, Judy. And yeah. I really. For you. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy uh, enjoy this time that we have together. And to our listeners, I'm going to say um, we hope you join us. We don't know when we'll be back together to um, have lunch, but join us and let let's do lunch soon. So we're going to sign off now and uh, blessings, pray. blessings. Yes. <laughs>